0: Hi, it's Raina G. This is still the Holistic Health Hotline, but I am going to be changing things up this year a little bit. Holistic Health, of course, is incorporates the mind-body-spirit of everyone. And that mind-body-spirit is being changed constantly now with all of the chaos and upheaval that is going on internationally. And it's affecting one very large group One very large population that I care about, that I am dedicated to um, helping, and that's kids. Most of you know that I've brought up 11 kids, um, not all mine. They've all done very well. They've all gone through the school systems in the United States in different areas, different demographic areas. Some of them had issues with some of the schools. I had issues with some of the schools. This was quite a while ago. Um, Those issues have turned into new issues and curriculums have changed, ideas have changed, but mostly our culture has changed because of the economy, because of changes in technology, in peer pressure, in influence centers for children. Whether they're five years old, two years old, or 20, doesn't matter. Things have changed. When I was growing up, we had, uh, you know, kindergarten and first grade, we had our homeroom teacher, which we stayed with, except for certain classes like art and music and phys ed. As we got older, we still had homeroom teachers. They're called homeroom teachers for a reason. You were supposed to feel like you were at home when you arrived at school. And many kids back when I was young felt that way. We felt that we had the same rules in school that we had at home. In other words, um, maybe my home was a little more strict, but we, I think, in my family, really believed in children should be seen and not heard, <laughs> shouldn't touch anything, et cetera. But the main part of our... Um, uh, How my parents raised me, anyway, was respect your elders. Know when to speak and when not to. Know how to speak to your teachers um, and your parents and anyone else who was older than you. Respect property. Respect the flag. Respect the nation. Things like that. And things have changed. We didn't have television a lot. We did have some when I was young. I mean, I watched Superman and... The Ed Sullivan Show, and if I stayed up too late when I wasn't supposed to, and my mother was ironing, there was always wrestling. We could watch that. Um, but things over the years have changed drastically. Where our main centers of influence were home, school, church, peers, and then maybe television, as I got out of college and the Marines and everything else, those had changed to being school... Peers, television, home, church, um, and as time went on, when I got older and my kids were growing up and getting older, it became more television media, school, peers, home, and church, and nowadays it 's mostly media we um, We have kids who know much more about media than we ever did. Rather than connecting on the playgrounds or uh, in phys ed classes or during recess or connecting after school, playing games, or, or just even just walking together, riding bikes or whatever, kids today are connected through iPhones and text messages, emails and um, Instagrams and cable modems on the computer. They do a lot of their learning by using the computer which of course we never had. They therefore look at teachers as external to their whole learning environment. And teachers who are getting out of college as teachers and even those who now have ten or more years under their belt are also a little disconnected. They've learned everything they want to learn about the teaching profession but nobody teaches them how to manage a classroom full of children regardless of what age they are so that they can teach what they want to teach and have time to do that because the great myth is that every child who leaves for the first day of school knows exactly how to behave when they're in school and because they don't as time goes on and they progress through the grades they can be in fifth grade or eighth grade or a senior in high school and they still don't know how to behave and learn in school. So, I have taken on a new occupation, which I will be doing basically full-time, but for me, a full-time occupation is usually one of ten. I'm still writing. I have several books out now um, that are on audio, so you can get them off iTunes and Amazon. I have uh, finished two books last year, started a sequel this year, and done a couple of e-books that are out there. So I'm still writing. I'm still doing holistic health consulting for many, but on a um, semi-retired basis. I don't do full consultations anymore. I am still running earthwalk-usa.com, and you should go there, earthwalk-usa.com, because there is just a host of information that I provide for you free so that you can stay as well as possible because we need you. To be well, we need our kids to be well. If you have read, no oh, further, the um, oh god, I just had a, a, a bee in this weather come right by my ear and scare the hell out of me. <laughs> Go away, okay. I'm allergic to them, so they're, they're not even supposed to be in here. <clears throat> For those of you who don't know or remember, I, I work in a uh, 35 by 22 outside office that's screened in and it is Fat Tuesday today so everybody's out mar grying and and parading etc but um, uh, and it's been raining off and on but it's warm enough so that the bees have decided <laughs> that they they want to come in I guess. okay, so back to what I was saying. Um, I'm gonna be changing this a little bit because I believe that our schools are in trouble our teachers are in trouble and our kids are in trouble. And whatever we can do to change that and change it for the better is um, kind of our duty as adults. It's our duty as parents, as educators, as um, people who care. So off and on, I will be talking about um, the organization I've joined, which is Time to Teach. Um, Basically, giving teachers more time to teach uh, by using their, their classroom management strategies and their approach. Because kids are kids, and education is education, teaching is teaching, but things have changed, and it's not as easy as it used to be. It's not, um, I don't know, as straightforward as it once was. If you're close to my age, even 20 years younger, doesn't matter, when you went to school, everybody was lined up behind each other, and those who wanted to uh, be teachers' pets were always in the front row, and those who really didn't want to be there were always in the last row, hopefully and hoping that nobody would see them. Um, you've had teachers who came out of college kind of ready to teach. We, My school, I was kind of lucky because I was part of a state teacher's college system, so I was in a, um, a special school, kind of, that had student teachers every three to four months who would come in and, and and take over part of the class to practice their teaching skills. But it was mostly their curriculum that they were practicing. They didn't practice classroom management because they didn't really have to. We got taught right away how to walk down a hallway and how to raise our hands and when to speak and when not to speak. As times progressed, of course, um, Some of us, and I'm not saying me, but some of us would get into trouble and end up at the principal's office or the vice principal's office or somewhere where we would be in detention, punished for how we were behaving. That wasn't always and still isn't the best way to treat problem behavior, but that's what we did in those days, and parents expected it. And they also would react in a positive way to that because they knew that they had taught their children how to be in school, how to be students. They were socialized that way by their families, by their parents, by their grandparents and and extended families. And you knew as a child that if you did something and you had to go to the principal's office, that that was only the first step because when you got home and your parents knew that you had been to the principal's office for any reason, you were in more trouble there than you ever thought you'd be in, in school. And so there was a fear component to behaving at school and doing what you were supposed to do and, and, and not really getting anybody upset because you, you really didn't want to go home to mom or dad. Um, those days, of course, you, you had parents who who uh, punished you. I mean, they they might even smack you. Um, Things have changed. A lot of things have changed. We have uh, tripled our population since I was very young. And that has increased the demand on teachers, um, increased the sizes of schools, and changed the curriculums broadly. Uh, And then because of classroom management problems, we have a lot of teachers who suffer burnout within the first five years. It used to be we had teachers that were 90 years old, and they had been teaching forever. There are still some of those, but there are many who found out after they got out of college and tried to pay off their student loans with their teacher salaries that this wasn't such an easy job after all because they, they couldn't handle um, all the different problems that were happening, and, and principals my brother was a principal for 20 years in Georgia. His job changed drastically as time went on. <clears throat> there were more behavior problems, low level and higher level. And if he handled those behavior problems in, in the ways that he was used to handling them, he was often um, attacked in, verbally and threatened otherwise by the parents who said, don't do that to my kid because they didn't know how to handle their kids, but they projected their problems back onto the teachers and the principal. He lasted for 20 years, um, but but had to retire early because he couldn't handle it anymore. When I presented to him what I've learned through Time to Teach, uh, he wishes that he was still in his school and could implement it. Because he knows that the components, the five components of time to teach, and the way we help teachers implement those components would have changed everything in the two schools that he was a principal at. And, uh, and that's important to know because he's, he's uh, my, my brother's a former Marine just like I am, and not an easygoing guy, but a nice guy. He was a principal after all, he had to be, you know, a little firm. And uh, he was voted principal of the year several times. So he did his job well, but actually had to leave early because he couldn't do his job well anymore under the circumstances. If he had seen this program and known about it and had it implemented just six months even before he left, he probably, he has told me, would not have left. He'd still be there, and he'd be happy in what he was doing. So I'm going to change the format. I will be um, talking on a lot of different things as usual, and if some particular subject comes up and needs that attention, I will give it. But I will be incorporating time to teach ideas here and there and, and talking about education a lot and really, really talking about kids a lot. Many of you know that I have traveled the country over the last year for free doing sessions with kids from the ages of 15 to 23, um, many of them in circles, many of them using Native American perspectives, many of them um, suicidal, but all of them in some kind of trouble, whether they were having trouble at school or relationships at home or with each other, with themselves, or all of it, they were in trouble. And um, I didn't lose any of them they're all still out there and they're, they're going forward. They're, um, stronger. They've found love, first love for themselves and, and have found out what love is. Um, they look at the world a little differently now. They see each other differently. They come from a different perspective and, uh, you know, I'm pretty proud of most of them. Some of them are slipping because their parents are slipping and that's expected. We can't get all the parents to, to come on board and, and, um, Try not to be who they used to be. They don't like change. Change is scary. But we're doing that. I was doing that. I, I drove. I flew um, to California and other states. So I went from Alabama to California and back through different areas. And I'll be going up to New York and Buffalo and through those states um, in April. Uh, and I still meet with those kids. I email them. They direct message me. They text me. They all know about the technology. They can do all the apps. They can they can teach me anything I need to know. When I don't understand something that they've texted me or whatever, I just ask them. I say, "Here's the old person asking what this means," and they they give me a pretty solid definition of what MEH means when you use that in a, in a text or a comment. I had no idea it was like shrugging your sh- shoulders. I thought it was you know an acronym for something and, and, and it probably wasn't nice. but they teach me those things and I'm perfectly willing to learn just as they're very willing to learn um, and want want to learn how to learn. They've been left out many times um, they've been not left behind but they felt like they just weren't interested that if nobody cared about them, they didn't care about what those people cared about. So we we do have core beliefs at Time to Teach, and one of them is just caring, and uh, we'll talk about that. But I'm going to incorporate those strategies and those beliefs and and um, and hope that people out there who are teachers, administrators, educators, principals, understand that we can help. We can do in-service presentations for staff development for teachers, administrators, breakout sessions at conferences that you may be organizing or a part of. Um, we can do lots of things. We're also looking for teachers, educators, speakers, presenters because we're expanding. This is nationwide. It um, will be, be soon international. And um, it's very much needed. If you want more information about that, go to www.time to teach one word, .vp, like in victory person web.com and uh, just take a couple minutes to look through what we do what we're all about if you want more information there is a contact page there send me that information or that question or those questions or whatever and I'll get right back to you. So for now, know that we're changing a little. Um, we're still on iTunes. We're still everywhere. We're still, uh, although I've been off the air for a few weeks, I'm still number 23 nationwide. So I'm not, I haven't dropped down below the 50 mark, and that's good. For now, this is Raina G. I will get back to you in a couple days. Please spread the word. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Go to timetoteach.vpweb.com. Thanks for listening.